0: And Greg, talking to the microphone person. How hey, are you, Mark? I'm talking again. How hey, are you, Mark? I'm talking again. Mark. See, I'm just testing out the mic to make sure. Ah, uh, she is the last one. Oh, I was tired of the last one. Uh, when did you check the last one? I did, I done it at home. And it was coming up. Got a lot of complaints yeah. about people looking out to hear me a cat. Who said that? Eh, uh, so, John. Who? Joanna. Joe, I give you. So Joe, what? It's just a song. That's a shit joke, You're a shit joke. Alright, cool. So, what are we doing today? Who's our guest? Uh, I'll let you introduce the guest. Uh, I don't know what that sounds. You, just, you, you, <laughs> joke. you would choose the guest. So, Craig. I'll be a joke. I'll introduce the guest. So, today, we have Mark. How are you, Mark? Alright. Sorry, different person. Sorry, you not but, um, sorry about the blow power um, audio, it's, we have to fella. it, he, he said he's the tech guy. he said he did a bit in college, but never really did. Listen, here's the thing, go yourself, get on with the interview. What's up, why am I the guest? Because you lifted heavy weights a couple of weeks though. Uh, you kind of do it under the radar. That's what I think, uh, like about you. Okay. What was your total? Uh, I told six sixty. At the last. Is that six. the most you've ever done. Uh, it's, even, uh, it's not the most I've ever done. Uh, I've done competition before in raps which is a different thing. So, um, explain how wraps. So I'm going to explain. It makes you very first off. I'm going to explain what I actually did. There's there. there's, there's, no, fuck off. I'm actually saying this one. but now I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain because there's a lot of people that don't know difference between powerlifting and Olympic lifting because when people say weightlifting they just do the same thing they don't see anything oh, yeah. so when you look at the Olympics and you see the people lifting things over their head and push press and all that that's, that's a totally different sport to what I do totally different in the sense that it's, it's two so, different uh, disciplines 100% it's actually totally different it's more of a speed based sport than pure strength because it's not just It's obviously it's about strength as well but it's about speed development as well. Because it's more about getting under the bar as quickly as possible and getting that bar up as quickly as possible. Okay? If if those guys were to do pure strength, they could lift a lot more in more straightforward like, say, like, like I do, like squat bench. So would they all, not actually, would, would they all be, if they doing at end, go straight into powerlifting? Not necessarily because they're missing part of powerlifting, which is the, they do squat variation, they do a deadlift variation, but they don't do any chest press variation. Okay? Uh, so they do an overhead press. That's about it. Okay. Alright, that makes sense. So what I do is I do a squat, which is the bar on my back. Squat. I b- squat. I bend at the knees. Uh, once my hips go past uh, my once my hip crease goes past my knee, that's a good lift. Stand up nice and tall. You stand up nice and tall. You can't. Uh, the second one is I lie down on my back and I push a weight above my chest. Okay, can press. Branky, yeah. and all. That is, I'm trying to simplify it as much as possible. And then a deadlift, there's a barbell on the floor, kick the fucking thing. That's, yeah, but that's as simple as yeah, you make it gets. You make it sound simple. So that is not, no, no it's, it's, it's a lot more complicated than that, in that. There's a lot of technique and there's a lot of extra things that you need to realize. You used to it. fight, so. You used to punch people You yeah, can't even say For money Because It was back before there was with, was, you had the It was in Alden It was in that's It's, it's like Far from New York Yeah it <laughs> But uh, in Alden clubs. But um, So what makes Someone who Was there MMA Was it just that You missed competing Or Was it That you just was like You know what I could probably have this Well no no I, I, I always Like My favourite My favourite thing About Training For MMA My favourite thing About training In I guess that's a stupid way of going Uh, my favourite thing about MMA was the training. okay and one of my one of my big obsessions no matter what I was doing so whether it was just weight training for say bodybuilding you know because as, as a kid like the reason I got into it was I was a massive pro wrestling fan and they're all huge and I was like why am going to die that big and then I was like oh they lift weights oh I get it I must lift weights to get that big I was a small kid like I was actually really oh, skinny yeah. kid in a kilt no was no that's I actually started like, so I was skinnier like when I was like it was when I was like about 12 and like I was like man I just just want so I was written to pro wrestling and the front pro wrestling I got into MMA But that's a Ken Shammer, right, and I was He follows me on Twitter. I don't believe that. Right. Um, I'll get you followed. Alright, whatever. Anyway, you're going on. off subject. This is, is you. i terrible at to get off subject. How do you know Ken Shammer? So I was, I was, he was my favourite fighter at the time because I used to watch the old school uh, UFC. So UFC 1, 2, 3, 4, like that's, that's what I started watching when I got into MMA. And... Um, when I started watching that I uh, started getting like obsessed with like geez Kenchira was a fucking monster like he was built crazy. like a fucking bodybuilder he, he done pro What's wrestling he pro wrestling first pro wrestling first so um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he done pro wrestling first because he competed in tank race in Japan which was created by uh, the guys from New Japan the original oh sorry it's actually and it's a blue tick so it's officially him yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, sorry, <laughs> no, I, I did a thing right? um, and I think it was either the blog or the video Connor uh, John shared it and I got around time. Time. he followed John <laughs> he followed me instead well, he still follows you so that's yeah. alright yep. I'm taking it though uh, it's uh, your hero I'll genuinely you. he is he's, he's one of the main reasons I ever got into uh, really? me and a friend of mine uh, he ordered his book mm-hmm. online back when computers were still in dialogue I believe uh, so he, ordered, he found a website online got UFC videos bought Ken Shamrock um, book and from that book we started learning basics of you know grappling and kick, kickboxing Oh, yeah, 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 every time, like, the only thing, the only thing that kind of keeps me from doing anti trains training is I actually get the train fighters on a regular basis. If I didn't get the train fighters on a regular basis, I probably would be trying to do more jujitsu and striking and this, that, you know, but I kind of live vicariously through them. <laughs> They do well, I feel good about myself. yeah, I still do quite well. Huh? Yeah, I do quite well with you. They do, do good yeah, lots like of Pedro's it. got a roof. Yeah, yeah. Pedro's still Pedro, Claudio, uh, K E Sarframe, me, Brad Sarney, like you know, all, all the goods, they're feeling the benefits oh. of the training. Well, What'd you them? Good so night. Oh I'm sorry. That's because taken there's... from Justy Jitson. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like but that's 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 my connection to fighting. That's that's my main connection to fight. Um I I taken your strength coach cap off for yep. a second and the person that you used to be which was a fire. Yep. Do you think strength conditions is essential to fight? I feel is the only reason I ever won fights is because I don't strength, strength work because I was not the most technical person uh, in the ring or the cage never never the most technical but I was strong and I was faster than everybody I ever fought everybody I ever beat was stronger and faster the only time I ever lost was when uh, say my cardio or it was it was a kind of one day tournament thing I'd done a bunch of amateur tournaments and so that'd be two or three fights in one day um, and then uh, the only other time I lost was when I like, was doing a weight cut from 75 kilos to 70 kilos and competing on the same day. So it was drained the very first fight, but I got a second fight that day, and in that second fight I won in like a minute because I actually felt fresher than I did before. Why would that be? Because I was more rehydrated by that time. Because it was like about maybe another hour and a half after the first one, so there was a big enough gap. So it was a lot more recovered for the second than it was the first. I so felt I couldn't even like I couldn't squeeze my arm. So like I, I enjoyed fighting that time but the only reason I ever won was because I was stronger or faster I could get to take down quicker I could get to position quicker I, if they we clinched I could move them easier than they could move me it's essentially it I was it. having a chat with Peter Quigley a couple months ago and he said that's why he is one of the fits on the table because I tell you he's fitter than the person he's yeah, yeah. so that, it's, it can always be an advantage so I always say to the lot of players I train that like you have to look at yourself as a young Character. This is my head on the fucking nerd, So you know, you know when you make say WWE 2K17 or whatever game. right? And then on the character create screen you have like attributes. So you have your strength, your agility, your blah 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 So any of those games where you get to create character, you want as well rounded in the attribute section as possible. And if you're missing out on any disciplines and I'm not just talking about your martial art technique disciplines I'm talking about. So if you miss out on disciplines like your strength, your agility, your conditioning, everything if you miss out on that well that's that's you know that's preventing you from being as well rounded. Every aspect. It's an aspect of the sport. It's a sport. So to be good at sport, uh, some people who are more athletic get boy. There's a guy. Um, I was only talking to Katie and Brad about this last week. Um, what was his name? He was uh, I can't. I'm not going to remember off the top of my head. But it was Anderson Silva's first opponent that uh, light heavyweight when Anderson Silva went went away class. Okay. am um, think talking, James? that's it or his name I don't know anyway his nickname was the Sandman okay shite technique like I've, I've watched a few of his fights beforehand Craig's probably going to look it up now he is on so look up on first ever fight at 205 in the UFC okay uh, his nickname is the Sandman anyway and he is was like just jacked most likely juiced to the fucking gills but the main reason I believe he won fights was because he was strong and more power than his opponents he was one of the first really athletic looking heavyweights. what's he so, it's not, I know his nickname was Sandman what's James James Irvin. James Irvin James Irvin James the Sandman Irvin I watched one or two of his fights knock people out cold just power that's Anderson all he that was Anderson stopped him in like a minute and a half to caught a leg caught a kick to the body just dropped him with a right hand it's a real basic Muay Thai counter um, but the only reason uh, Irvin James Irvin the only reason I believe he was as good as he was because of his, his lettuces. and there's a lot of people that have a good with balance it. not get away with it, but there's a lot of people like oh, i think i think legami was a good example of it yeah he's like well same <laughs> naturally you know he's definitely off though. you don't know well anyway i'm not going to accuse anybody that hasn't been caught but weird he has a le- <laughs> he's <What do> <laughs> i heard? heard king kong runs away from him and of course he's fucking besides so these monsters but he's not even doing it maybe max yeah he's almost five years yeah, exactly so he's only been training five years so obviously his technique's not up to par, but strength and you know athleticism wise he's he's beyond a lot of those guys uh, heavyweight and that's how he wins fights he's more athletic and he's stronger than a lot of people now you can naturally be athletic okay you can have a, a natural uh, inclination for that that's why there are freak athletes out there uh, but some people need to work on that and if you work on that you can improve it yeah, just, yeah, it's this was only doing five years and it's her technique that gets her through points. yeah she's a better boxer yeah. than a lot of people Yeah, fights that's, op- that's the opposite end of the scale but again you want to be as well around as possible Sinead does whatever she can to try and be as well around as possible yeah you know? jiu jitsu strength condition everything she's wrestling. doing everything wrestling everything and that's what a good fighter should be trying to do every to make themselves as well around as possible so yeah first competition how's it going uh, in Paris yeah so first ever, ever. It, it, a bit of background on it. I, I, I always had a little bit of an interest, but I didn't know how to approach it. Wasn't sure how to train for it because it's a totally different aspect than just training weights. Okay, benching, then lifting, squatting. It's all totally different, hundred percent different than just training weights in the gym, squat, bench, and deadlift. So, I done a seminar. Uh, seminar was really good, it was held by two Canadian uh, powerlifting competitors, okay? uh, they're both qualified referees in the IPF and so on and so on So they know their stuff, they've been doing it for years So they came over and done a seminar at the New York Strength Institute uh, In that seminar they covered your technique, it was two days, your technique for your bench, your squat, your deadlift How to coach it, how to program, everything So all the holes I had from knowledge-wise about powerlifting was filled in by that, that, um, by that seminar uh, during the seminar people were talking about a novice competition that was being held in the gym by training uh, uh ABS. How did you end up getting to the, just before we go ahead? Get to what? Getting to ABS uh, <laughs> So I don't sorry, I'm gonna to get to it with the whole competition. Thing. So I done the I know you are, but like you know tell us how new the team I know it's a short cable. It's, it's a very short cable and oh yeah, I'm gonna walk this out. I'm gonna walk this out So go so ahead we have done this uh, <laughs> so after the seminar I decided I was gonna give the competition a go. I had a client at the time who was interested in it as well, so we decided to train for this competition. Uh stop you perhaps. And so training so, train for the comp. Uh, for the Clinton, okay. Failed squat on depth, but like again, that's, that's that's what happens when it when it comes to training for a competition for the first time. Yeah, it's a learning curve. So as a coach, it was a learning curve for me. I thought her squats were too depth, but different uh what I've learned over the years is that different federations have different um uh, clarifications on what squat day is. It's all all just adjustments that need to be made over a long period. Uh, That was my first competition I believe. I I think I squatted maybe two twelve and a half. and a half. I benched 145 and I deadlifted 230, so you want to add up I think it was like 5.8 something know, I'm not, i i think okay. yeah, I'm I'm retired, I think I'm close, like 5.8 something anyway. So that was my total on the day, um, after that, I, know, uh, I got an invite to Irish nationals after that uh, from the novice competition because they came second, so obviously the person who came first in my division uh, opted out of the nationals and so I got the buy-in for that. So beat the nationals, I did I got uh, the two 70 or 220 squat at that. I got a 147 bench, I believe, and then 230 deadlift again or 235. I can't remember. So slightly pretty nice Um, after that I competed in an IDFPA, which is a totally different federation. Had an okay day. I think I told near six. side so like question. Yes. right So I've been at a couple of their competitions with you. Yeah. And so you lift, and you know, three people sit so around. Yes, the judges, yeah. Yeah, and you'll, you'll get, like, the green, is green light? Uh, white light or red light, those are the two main. So, yeah, wh- white light for good, red light for bad. Yeah. Do they confirm before they give you that, or is it just their opinion? No, it's their opinion. So, it's right on the spot. They press a button, and it goes to the light. Uh, are yeah, you familiar with bar? Bar? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. right, your you bar? football. Craig, you know I'm not. When you go to yeah. it's... Basically, we get a video out and be like, I want to look at it again. That's what it oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, international, at international events, you definitely have that. Okay? Yeah. They're doing Sally is up, Sally down. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't know what to do. So, it's going to be, we'll just hold the mic a bit closer to for this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, at international events, you can uh, go to the, uh, there is a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, a council or whatever, like a yeah, judges judges table where you can go and dispute, but only if you've got one white light. So if you've got one white light, you can overturn one other one. If you got three red lights and it's just another one. Yeah, because they all agree. All agree, yeah. So I'm pretty sure one that's one it. Two white and one red and you are before another one. No, it's not white right, because you still got it. as long as it's two out of three, it's like, two out of three four. But yeah, that's that's essentially it, like when it comes to comps. So I not done the FBA and I saw my coach Jay Barrett there. Stopped for a minute or two. And so um, after our competition it didn't go too well. I failed two squats, one on depth, um actually no, two on depth, which I was kinda in my head I could, I would have disputed but well, it wasn't a national event, so I got on the, or sorry the international event so I couldn't dispute. So um, after that event I decided you know, I'd get coached because I started really getting into it at that point. Um, I, I get very easily obsessed with things. So, I've, with MMA, I didn't really do martial arts until I was like 18. Like, I didn't get crying when I was a kid. When I didn't know what to shit about apart from on the chin. Harsh. And, um, <laughs> and Chindo. Chindo's a good man. Chorizo. Chindo, yeah. Just a yeah, bit He did, actually. He's, he's a that. He is. He's very awesome. Um, So... Uh, I don't get crazy but I never done it's like so when I started doing MMA I literally just redlined myself for like 6 years I literally done nothing else I barely went out with friends I didn't go to concerts I didn't go to gigs I barely went to cinema. I literally just done everything friends <laughs> Few. A few. So I just I just pretty much doing everything I could for that period of time for martial arts. After that, yeah, there was a bit of a gap. But I still wanted to do something competitive, so when I found when I started doing parents, I found it, it was like, right, this is my Like this keeps me going, it keeps me in check with me it me weight, so there's no need for me to get fat and lazy. It gives you an interest. It gives me an interest, it gives me a reason to train. Because sometimes people find a really hard to train. I know with clients on a regular basis. If you don't have a goal, it's what's the point in coming You know, if, if you miss a day so so fuck Yeah I there's no goals like there's no goals if there's nothing ahead of you that you're aiming for. There's no reason for you to waste your time. No, it's my, no, it's good. Good. my goal is it, like, are your yard now that's not my yard now but like, it, it gives me something to aim towards and every time I have a competition where it's good or bad it gives me something new to aim towards. So that's that's what's been for me. So I met my me coach at that last that the and after that, I started training in the gym and been progressing ever since. And it's been it's good environment with the training, good people, uh, good training partners, uh, good team there. Um, and yeah, yeah, like it's uh, Jay is the head coach of the Irish national team. What so is it? Cool? He's been. I know he's been coaching powerlifting for near ten years now. He's. He's, he? he's only the hero to me. I was going to saying. Yeah, he's, he's very. very he's very. It's like. It's like when I when I talk to people about coaching, like, about the importance of having a coach. It's like John Capel here. Okay? if you want to get good at jujitsu, right, you're not just going to go to somebody who. Now, if that's all you have to you, it's better than a white belt because he has more knowledge in. It. Yes. But if you can go to somebody who has the best knowledge or the you know the best knowledge you can attain like you're only as good as the people you train with you're only as good as the people you're coached with so if you go to somebody who specifies in the thing that you want to be good at and is successful at then go to them Jace trained like For multiple Killian, Killian Carolyn who has competed in the current US Open we had him on the podcast and very high level junior lifter It's like this is his last year I think mean, this is last year as a junior he's oh, 23 23 so yes last year as a junior 23 yeah and I'm he looks on 57 looks or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His skin is more leather than my mama's old couch. I didn't know where that was going Alright. Anyway, so you did a competition there in the weekend. Yes, but before we get into that oh, part. Oh, jeez, okay. Stop playing with the headphones. Alright, it's a kill. They're dead. Sweet. Well, go ahead. Um, God damn it Pedro, you will get him on um, wait, How many comps have you say you've done lately? today? All clear uh, Maybe 10 or 11 I think, maybe 12 and How many have you are tested? I've done one untested uh, and, and that was the you, abstract Did you see much difference? Not between the competition yeah 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 like you definitely there's, I think there's a clear uh, difference in untested and tested federations you believe it should be tested I'm sorry do you believe that people should be able to as well, what I'm trying to say I kind of I, I kind of right, like personally if I had clients come to me and they're saying they're going to use steroids and I say no because I don't have the experience to actually like, if you're going to use them right like, because you can't say that like it's like saying if you're going to you know don't smoke weed and it's, there's just of people out there that say, okay yeah so if you don't believe like CBD that like, Alright, okay. just fuck it all up first. Fuck it up first. No, like. no, no, don't put on your <laughs> See don't then. touch it. Um so I, like, because I don't believe in smoking because it's not my thing, okay? Um that does not mean that people should not or never do it. What really it means is that if you are going to do it, talk to somebody who has experience first, you know. I'm not necessarily promoting we 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 for any of our younger listeners, but I'm saying like if you're gonna try something new, right? Like, do uh, you ever like Irish parents do this a lot? Where like, say say their kid wants to drink. I think the smartest thing I've ever heard Irish parents and people do is like if they're gonna drink, they're gonna drink with their parents first. So if they don't make a dickhead of themselves. They are responsible because it's either that or they going to a fucking bush with their mates to get fucking locked and then crawl home and vomit all over the bed. Oh a bush down the road whatever fucking, down the field yeah no it is it is very it's, it's, <laughs> the best thing you can do is go to somebody who's using them for who's knowledgeable and blah blah blah. but all you're going to do by not giving people the option of using them is promote more drug use in your tested federation so what there is in paralifting is there's like about five six federations untested and tested some federations have both so it'll be like uh, the W. The, uh, not the IDFPA I think IPO or GPC I can't remember which one exactly but they have a tested and untested federation so they have two federations in the same um, in, in the same federation for tested and untested IPF which is the federation that I primarily compete under is I have competed in IDFPA which is also tested and I competed in APT Pro which is an open pro competition which was untested uh, the IPF it's fully tested it's overlooked by the IOC the Olympic Committee and it's what the, uh, tested as well. So for me, like personally, I prefer competing in a tested federation. But are the people still using? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You have to know. Have you ever gone into a tested event and looked at a person and thought to yourself, to the best of your knowledge, in your own opinion, because we can't Label people here, Marks and uh, To the best of your knowledge, have you ever looked at somebody? Now? I don't think so, buddy. Um, no, 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 not necessarily. Not, not at, um, not at local events. I wouldn't necessarily say anybody would like, like would be like an outlier. Now, whether that means that anybody I've ever competed with was 117. What's like, the most common that would be used in the bar-lobes? Yeah. I guess... Tren, which is a steroid. Yes. Again, I don't have knowledge yeah. behind. Like, I, I literally have never researched what's the most common steroids or what steroids have best use or value. It seems it part. would be what... Um, the show was covered. What? Yeah. no. No, because no, no. 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 you're not using that in, in the actual trend. Like, you're doing... Like, it doesn't actually so despite what you may think it doesn't like even though the workouts like quite long because yeah, I take the breaks in between um, and it's quite taxing on the body um, you would not necessarily need as much recovery as an MMA fighter or a cyclist or a long distance runner, you really don't realistically you just need the muscles to repair themselves quickly and stuff like uh, testosterone boost and steroids and so on so on, they'll boost your testosterone levels help your muscles repair I guess that's the main advantage that you're getting from, that you can train harder Like people on steroids can generally max out a lot more more often than people that are on steroids, so that's the benefit. Uh, you get to go to your top weights a lot more often than somebody who is not. Like when Jay writes out programs for people that are on steroids or are are not, because we do have people in the gym that do compete and do take steroids, and they're 100 percent open about it. Um, yeah, like it's it's um, it's a, it's. A, like, I think it's best having those two divisions who like again he can program in uh, higher intensity when it comes to weights like heavier weights more regularly for them because they recover better you know so they'll do like triples and doubles and singles as in one rep two rep three reps with heavier weights more often than others but then again it depends on each individual what's the known health problems. What's the known health problems? There? Well, the yeah. Or is it just a myth? <laughs> See, like you can like I haven't done as much research into it. So, like I'm, I'm not an expert in like, well, yeah, it by any means necessarily, just but an expert take. Yeah. Don't fuck yourself. Um. But, you know, I, I, don't think there's, I don't think there's any definitive. Uh, individual health risks associated with it I think they haven't done enough research and from my knowledge to know what the individual health risks are they they can make an estimation that it can be causing heart disease or you know heart failure heart failure and so on but again I don't think they have the actual paper on that. but then again I'm no expert they probably have and I just have not seen any of the research based on it. so uh, oh, not, not the person to ask are you backing up there, son? Got it. Oh, you're twisting. I'll hold the right for you. Oh, you're, you're getting low. He's oh, getting real low. Oh, look at him. Watch, 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 dude. Watch, watch everything. What you to, How are you doing? Do you want to move the wheelchair a bit? You okay? Oh, oh, you're almost knocking the thing out. Oh, look at him. He's in position. Look at the Oh, he's, he's moved. I'm All back right in the room. So that was an awkward minute and a half. It was a couple of seconds. <laughs> it was the most awkward thing you'll ever see. It was, a leprosy, a person was actually <laughs> You don't know if to help him? <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't going to help you. you can do it fuck you. Right, so, fuck uh, So, who? Everybody bangs in the gym. What? banging in the gym. Fucking everybody bangs in the gym. Just let me bang bro. <laughs> so you won the prize there at all weekend. <laughs> yeah actually. What you mean? So um, this was an event called the IPF SummerSlam. It's kind of the mid-summer. Ah, uh, wrestling records. Uh, right, it is uh, a record. Bye John. Bye, Bye. John. Just ignore us. We love you. Um, so yeah, like it's uh, it was the IPF SummerSlam. It's kind of like the mid, mid-year mid competition that they set up on regular basis. It used to be the All-Irelands. Um, so okay, it's okay, he's ignore us again. Uh, uh, we're not important. Don't so worry so about it. We're just you know, in the car. Nice suit. <laughs> so yeah, it was the IPF SummerSlam. Slam. time now. Uh, IPF SummerSlam. Uh, it's the mid-year uh, competition for the IPF so at the end of the year they have the Europeans, which is an international competition uh, start of the year they have the uh, all uh, the all at uh, the Irish Nationals, sorry, and then um, before the Allerns is, or sorry, the Irish Nationals. Before that is the World Championships. So those are the kind of main competitions. So the SummerSlam is planted in the middle of the year. Did you think at SummerSlam you were going to place? Uh, I always thought I was going to place because I always have a good chance of placing. I placed at every single competition I've ever done, but I've never yeah. won a uh, single competition. So far yeah, that, won has Has yeah, like I mean, I don't know if it's just. Necessarily because I'm in average weight class for somebody in Ireland, but my weight class is literally, that. this is not. Dak. Yeah, hundred percent. Like there's every single time I compete, there's just been strong motherfuckers It's I'm like between people. It's like between, just strong waterfloggers. It's right. like between 66 and 74 kilos it's in jitsu. Like. That is just uh, stacked division. Yeah, yeah. So for, for me, like I'm competing you know, against people like Damien Nam who literally is a freak of nature at this point so he's got a tall of, jeez oh, I don't want to fucking fuck this up, at least 740 or 750 uh, uh, he's done that at Worlds recently has oh, 83 yeah, kilos he probably weighs a little bit more than 83 kilos he's tall dude really good squat really good deadlift still beach on bench David. so get that, get that ready <laughs> He's strong as fuck though, so I don't even know why I'm calling him yes uh, Yeah, he's, he's got like a two eight. on his round? Yeah, he is. He's getting tired. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care. Dave's Game, Kill, cool. Love you, Dave. <laughs> i, don't, I don't, I'd never called him Dave, would be <laughs> uh, But you know, everybody in the community's is real good. There's Will Clark, who gets fucking beast 695 total he done that recently at Worlds. I'm pretty sure it was 695 at Worlds. strong ass squat I believe he's got like a 260 squat he has got a 280 squat, squat Will's got a beast of a bench I believe his max is 170 or 167 but he's got, he's got the Irish record I got 165 at abs pro so I'm close to Will on bench uh, I'll, call him out. I'll call him out on deadlift because they do have a better deadlift but he's, he's got <laughs> he's got two like again 695 total so it doesn't matter individual lifts it doesn't matter, it's all about the fucking toes. They possible. smoke me on top. And there's also uh, uh, Dara. Uh, like, what's. Oh, fuck, what's second name i uh, trying to remember Dara's second name. But well, again, he's got like a 680 top. So that's what I was hoping to do at Nationals previously. I um, you got 660 right? got six, no at nationals I got 640 so I got 20 in my previous best this last competition I got 660 which I've done before but um, I think I was there when you got that before. Uh, yeah. no I was at All-Irelands in um, the Swords who came close Nixon. to right number two? what what was the final total for the best when oh at, at this event it was based off of the point system not actual totals because it was all everybody under 83 and everybody over 83, those were the only weight classes. So I was competing against people a lot lower, so the reason I thought we didn't place, or I wasn't sure, was because, um, sorry, was because I wasn't sure how to point system worked for some lighter weight classes because it does generally come the weight classes. So I was, I was happy I came for this, first time I ever come first in the competition, and um, I got my 6'6 six, six total back without really overstepping myself or really struggling on it or exerting too much I felt good on every single lift um, and right, yeah. it, was, it was good, it was really especially when they were screaming yes on the way up there are no catty okay. okay. yeah no catty oh yeah that's how I'm pronouncing but yeah um, yeah I felt good on the weekend it was really good weekend best competition I've had even though it's the same total that I've had before and it's less than my total at the ABS Pro which we'll get into in a second. Um I felt like it's the best I felt since nationals. I actually like I did not want to stick around after I finished. someone I was there? Yeah, no, there. no, that was in um uh, that was earlier the year. Uh, I, was, like, I had massive hopes for myself at that moment, but just fell short. I over exerted myself at the peak and did not do quite well. Sorry, Roger. Oh, no, 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 Dave. No, Dave. How are you? Just doing a little podcast here, Dave. Because he, oh, wow. he came number one in his uh, hurling uh, No, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much, man. He's going to miss the fucking world doing a rap. <laughs> okay bro stay on the fucker kill, he'll kill you <laughs> he's so nice but he can rip your arms off <laughs> see it's an old fight <laughs> beast yeah, yeah. well like, he can me get ready for my second fight scared me. he's like you should do this and make him bleed and I was like ah. I don't want to make him bleed just want to, get <laughs> those, those to be a nice guy yeah yeah so um, happy with the weekend um, so the weekend. where does the anxiety because you've had a few anxiety situations in yeah. Bob where did that come from is that just of competing or I think it's I, I, I think no like I think anxiety when it comes to competition is coming from somewhere else okay so if you've had I don't know times in your life stress like if you don't deal with stress well if you don't deal with your yeah, fucking emotional baggage well like it, it comes from all different factors like I believe my stress it, it's not necessarily coming from competing it's it comes from self doubting I definitely like even when I was fighting. uh when I'm powerlifting like it's all little bits of doubt that creep into your head and I think everybody uh, do you think, like your new I fucking do they're really slick you're welcome uh, thank you very much uh, I think everybody has a little bit of doubt but how you deal with that doubt will will affect your performance and obviously will affect how you cope on the day with, with those little doubts plus when I was there with you uh, it was um, switch over when you became the head for a coach. Yeah, so it was, a big, it was a big transition in work, a lot of stress, you know, to take on my shoulders. I definitely deal with that a lot better now because I have the tools to deal with it better. But I think the big thing at that time, um, and I think the big thing for me, yeah, and we've talked about with a like, uh, counsellor that I've gone to in the past and I said, oh, so often that, the big thing for me is that I always have that little voice in the back of my head and I think a lot of people do, that just says you're either not good enough or that you're not you capable, you can't do it. And that's the main thing. Like when I was doing MMA, that's the main thing. That's the main voice in my head. It's about learning how to switch it off in different ways. With MMA, I try to focus on emotions, I try to get aggressive and angry, and I focus any negative energy towards the individuals fight But with hourlifting, it's a bit different because it's a fucking bar with plates on it. So why would you get angry at an object? it's would be legitimate panic because I'm like I'm not going to be able to do it or I'm not going to slow people down that was a main thing for me for about a year yeah I was just like I'm going to slow people down that's why I didn't do it yeah to say that I was injured but luckily enough I had you and Adam Carter yeah coach who see through that and be like just doing a bunch of class well like you need to figure out what works for you you know, you really do like when it comes to dealing with those things. So whether it's get aggressive, which I actually would not suggest for a lot of readers that do MMA or martial arts, because you want to be as clear minded as possible to focus on your technique and focus on what's happening. The adrenaline is good but I don't think the aggression is necessarily a good thing when it comes to that. What do you want to think? Uh it's just covering. It's pretty cool. Capture. Um So yeah, I think how you deal with is a big factor. Like I'm sure I'm sure we like we talked about it a little bit in um, was was our last podcast? Uh, it was the one with Dar. Dar. With, yeah, okay, we talked about stress like and anxiety with Dar a little bit and we talked about how you deal with it, how you focus yourself and how you you, you manage that those stress levels and, and, and become focused and get into that kind of flow state a little bit, you know, when it comes to it. Um I think the last competition, the reason I consider such a big kind of victory even though the numbers were pretty much the same was because of the previous competition before that it was such a downer and that feeds into those negative thoughts so that competition you know, at nationals, I failed my last squat, I failed two bench attempts and I failed my last deadlift and it fainted in front of everybody uh, as I was walking away from the deadlift part um, and to me like I was just filled with like embarrassment, uh, I you know, was obviously upset over the performance, I I had all these big expectations in my head and then they were shattered. then going to the last competition what do you think the first thing that goes into your head when you're going yeah. for your first squat is Don't hope fight. I can fucking get this not even faint I'm not even worried about that necessarily because that, that'll happen here but in, in it's about like can you push through those negative uh, thoughts in your head because as soon as I fell in the last squat that, that previous competition you just took me over just took, it, it took, took me over but as well I was already pre-fatigued so there's no other way around it but it's about dealing with those fucking negative thoughts when you have a bad performance and I think that's why I consider such a big victory because uh, I, even if I didn't come first I got that 660 total back I got eight out of nine lifts and uh, I felt positive which is the best thing yeah I felt positive about it well like if you look at you had a little bit of the last last comp where I didn't go good good, and it looked like you know now it is heavyweight lifting let's not be modest here like the average person couldn't do it but it looked like you had a fucking two ton weight on you and then the competition just gone, you were lifted the ways, and as you said, it was the exact same way. Yeah, my right. yeah, squat was the same, my bench was the same, my deadlift was heavier because obviously I failed me last deadlift of that previous comp, but um, they're still not even personal best. So I hit my previous personal best hole without hitting all personal best numbers. So that for me, like, was a little victory. But yeah, like, how you go into each individual lift, uh, mentality wise, will affect how you act Actually moved away and how it feels to you. And I know, I, th- I think one of the benefits of that last, not even the last competition, but of every competition is, is the fact that I have a good team around yeah. when it comes to abs. Like, everybody, like, Killian was announcing that day, uh, he's a big potato out and an announcer. Uh, but, like, even still, like, even like, the, the, there's little things that your your uh, teammates can do, right? And this is where, like, right, right, after competitions like last, this is why you can like, really appreciate having a good team around. This goes for anybody doing anything, whether it's a sport or just an activity area. If you have a good team around you, like they can propel you to do better in that thing. So even in the back two lads that we train with Dav and Sean they were in the back getting ready they were in the same weight class uh, during the age 3s uh, Dav is a 66 kilo lifter and Sean is a 74 kilo lifter jacked arms and fucking Sean fucking massive biceps <laughs> but like even little things like fucking before you go out for a squat Dav's coming back in after his squat giving you a little fist bump or a slap on the back just a little gesture he's doing his own thing he's concentrating on him but even that little gesture of a slap on the back or a fist bump to say you go fucking get it to your turn now that type of shit this one bro this one bro but like even that little shit that that gets you fired up it's like fucking these lads are fucking behind you then obviously your coach trying to keep you calm and focused on the commands Jay's excellent for that yeah Uh, (laughs) Mindfueur it's a little nickname don't be offended (laughs) but little things like you know Jay just refocuses you on listen to the commands take your time with the squad wait to hear me for depth he gives you those Three things. He makes sure that you're on point before you go out. So you know to listen to him and listen to the referees because he's really focusing on what you need to. And then just seeing the people that you train with on a regular basis. If you could, like, looking at Killian, when, like, he's doing the announcement and he's having a bit of a joke, but then when he looks at you, you can tell he's, you know, you can tell by his eyes that's very team passion wise that he wants you to fucking do well as well and you have everybody in the back that isn't even on your team it's a real good community everybody just wants everybody to do well you know it's too nice it reminds me a lot of jiu I know jiu no uh, 100% you're ripping some there no 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 I'm talking about the community just because you're competing against you afterwards your friends during your friend, like you really like you're comp- like it's obviously a little bit more tame. Because yeah, you're not like physically competing, like one on one, to hurt somebody. somebody, You know, essentially, but. The goal is to do better, but everybody's just kind of pushing. Everybody everybody just wants everybody to do well. Everybody, call. everybody wants to see big lifts, big weights. i going to ask you questions oh, then. These are, are myths. These are truths. Okay. Yeah, you I'm just not going to insult you with the first question. Did you just. why What's the first question? It's the most. Are, you, are most powerlifters fat? You're <laughs> fat. I'm not fat. Depends on the weight class. How you get you 120 kilos plus, you get a lot of fat. Powerlifters, okay. yeah. Okay. But like, here's the thing the more weight you have on your body the more weight you can move. Bodybuilders, uh, powerlifters don't have as much muscle as bodybuilders. That's all relative, you yeah. know. There's powerlifters who bodybuild. Um, you know, so there are some powerlifters that bodybuild. So that's that's a fucking oh, fucking hate fucking. vague. I think this is a. Yeah, that's what you it's, it's all relative. Depends on the no, weight that's Depends on the, 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 the weight. Way. Go ahead. Powerlifters with the shortest arms, yes, short arms, yeah, will be the best at bench for yeah, 100%. Less range of motion, saying, yeah. They said it's a myth, no, it's not a myth. That's, that's a myth. now the, the reason that that's a myth is because that does not necessarily mean that you're going to be a good bencher, but it's an advantage to have shorter arms, less range of motion. You'll be a shit deadlifter, though. Have you had big ass? Ask Jen, <laughs> all right, we'll pass up. <laughs> Uh, it's all in the ass. Paralympics are slow. You're slow. Or just oh Like, I guess in an athletic sense, I definitely feel like I've slowed down since I power, like started Paralympics. but it's it's a different sport. It's not about being the fastest, as I said. It's about moving a weight in a certain uh, in a certain way, whether it's a squat, a bench, or a deadlift. It's about moving that weight from the start position to the finish position. That's all it's about. You doesn't matter how long it takes so if I lift 600 pounds and it takes me a minute and a half to move it and I still move it I'm still stronger so it doesn't matter how fast you are so powerlifting is not about speed it's about pure strength and do what I believe you, you can verify as truth yes As crappy as ourselves this I can confirm do you talk about it? Well, I think I actually talked about it once before, didn't I? <laughs> you, you touched it, but you didn't, you didn't go there. No, it touched me. Um, yeah, so two years ago, Irish Nationals pulled in 260. What oh, oh, did you eat? Know, it's, oh, it's, it's usual. I had like oats, and protein, bar. I had like, you know... Don't have banana? No, I did have a banana, no. But anyway so I got me 260 uh, I forget what my total was on the day I think it was 250 something uh, I'm sorry 650 something uh, I pulled 260 it was my last deadlift uh, my lats were cramping beforehand and on that 260 I finished I went out the back my girlfriend came over to me uh, she was watching she hugged me and she said congratulations great work." and I said I've really back <laughs> I, I was only a little bit aside so myself uh, second time Was that the App Pro? So the App Pro will go into this one. Yeah, serious, yeah it's serious yeah. Happens, happens I have recently worked out a, a special technique to prevent myself I line my underwear with tissue paper so I do not have to change it afterwards oh my god you scumbag you only have a few minutes to get ready for the the podium or the award ceremony afterwards Anyways. have you gone to the podium with soil trucks this is a good, no 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 okay. I have always changed them or washed them or thrown them in set bin You have to. You can't keep them. You can't keep them unless you watch them. Anyway, (laughs) so the Abs Pro. So the Abs Pro is an open process. Is it solid? No. Uh, It's not. Liquid, that's this. This has gone down not it? It's low brow, it's low brow media. This, this, this part of the podcast specifically goes out to Killian and Jay because they just came out with a podcast themselves called Mind Podcast and it's pretty low brow, but it's powerlifting oriented. So, sorry. Yeah, so, so, uh, plain and simply, at the app's pull pulled 270, proved himself. There was no showers or changing area, just a toilet. So I had to throw my underwear out, so I rinsed them in the sink and I threw them in the bin. That's what happened. That's it. You sawed yourself. I did, yeah. How do you feel? I feel sleeping. Your but, is still toilet No, she's, she wipes her own ass. She was and she's four? She's four. I'm pretty red. I'm pretty free. So, that's. Am I still friend? No, she found another wheeled vehicle to like, I think it was a Transformer. Get more cupcakes. I think it was a Transformer. She actually cookies. saw them this morning, she's fucking delighted. She was? <laughs> like she was? She, yes. She's like, what has sprinkles and what's a gold Oreo? Wow. She really said it? Yes. Yeah, I'm so fucking pumped, uh, I asked her which one she wanted. Did she want the Oreo one? James like, no. No. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. Yourself, so are we gonna move away from the pool subject? are What's your plans going forward? Uh, I am currently getting ready for the Western European Championships, which is being held in Milan, and I am going to use it as a nice excuse to take a little break with the missus afterwards as well, because yep. we're in fucking in Milan. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's the that's the goal anyway. So better. <laughs> and so that's the next goal um, I think I'm 10 weeks out from that so... So I started training again last week, felt pretty good after competition, didn't burn myself out too much, kept everything nice and light, doing a training session before my clients at 12 today, feel good, and I am now working with Garabend from Signal Nutrition based in City Gym, Newark, who's going to help me put on a bit of, uh, bit of weight, because I'm a small 83 kilo lifter, so we'll see how that works as well. So I'm looking forward to it, because I'm making a few changes, for move to the next competition. So uh, Jay, my coach Jay advised me to put on a bit of weight, I got in contact with Garabend, who works with a good few you guys from the gym if I'm at the gym and we're gonna see uh, how the extra weight in competition uh, makes me feel on the day. So we'll see. Yeah, good just looking to lift a little bit more weight. Jeez, we're just naming names, aren't we? Yeah. He's fighting, please. Yes. What's up? Uh, that's me. that's up? That's me. Komsky, that was your link. Thank you yeah. very much. Any so shoutouts you want to give? Um. Uh, Jay, you're a cunt. Killian, you. you're a big homosexual cunt. Um. Oh, shout shoutouts. Sorry, I thought I was just slinging insults. Um. Nah, nah, Not necessarily. Uh, shout with the abs Jim All the lads out there. Jay, Kill you your babs Dads um Fucking big Noel, former champ champ. Uh, I've now taken the moniker from Noel. No, um, you're not your only champion at champ champ. No, no, he's. For, yeah, but like, you know. <laughs> some people get stripped of their tiles. No, not putting your finger. Uh, yeah, shout out to Ad Jim, shout out to fucking everybody you get because they're all sounds fuck. When would you give up? When when I I give you, up? What age would you give up? But you can't lift anyone. Unless I cripple myself, I think this is something I can maintain. No offense, Craig. This is something I can maintain long term. Like Is that crippled in the gym here? No, no. Uh, but there, like, in, in, in the Olympics, in the Special Olympics. What? I I got offended by that. I just said in the Special it's not Olympics. not Olympics anymore. Isn't that? Has no. it changed? What yeah. is it? It's Paralympics. Oh sorry. In the Paralympics. Uh yeah there's there's uh, like I don't know what the official name is, but yeah there are like, you know, Paralympic uh parameters. It's mainly bench press. I believe uh I don't know uh, Yeah I, know, know, I you. know a girl who placed. Oh yeah the call I think I is Nicola Dor. Nice. Yeah, she's done very well. Oh door. <laughs> she listens to us so Dor? Yeah. Uh, why don't you pop down the absinthe and see if you can out bench some of the girls there or you know girls why can't she out bench uh, that's why uh, did did you just uh, have dinner she can't out bench me she can't uh, she probably could actually some of those uh, Paralympic athletes fucking bench a shit ton and they have no leg drive that's probably offensive isn't it that's very I apologise but, but, but like no it's a technique in benching where you actually use the you know push off the floor with your legs and that actually helps you lift more weight uh, they don't even have that and they're fucking lifting uh, shit Shit done. So oh, well, we have a harder what's, devotion. What's this wee? Ba, 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 what's this wee thing? Wee? You can walk. I've seen it. Not for like no three but weeks, three weeks, uh, Yes. Well, yeah, uh, that's, I guess, shout out to everybody in abs. Garben, thanks for giving we me more calories. I should have given them to the, the app. should uh, Shout out to Garben for giving me more calories to eat this week. Shout um, out to Jen. What's up, Jen? Shout out to What are we doing? This week slash next week is uh, Lorna yep. yeah yeah we got Lorna uh, coming on uh, she is going to Lawless isn't it? yes Lorna is going to be talking about uh, mind- actually she, sorry, she should be touch mind- touching on mindfulness on mindfulness mindset when it comes to athletic competition and uh, the warrior mindset I believe is her practice uh, she does seminars she does private. she has that on a TV show on RT called Wingman she oh yeah she helped out with MS Trafford getting ready for her amateur MMA fight yeah. and yeah she helps all the Victoria's here as well. Hundred percent. Yes, so she's sound. Yeah. So we're gonna get her on ASAP, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Sound. If you like what you heard today, thanks very much, Mark. By the way, oh, thanks. thanks, for having me, Craig. I feel honoured. You know, I have to set up everything before you. Even yeah, got well, it. let's see how it sounds first. Um, Did so me. if you want to get in contact with Mark, it's Built Last Fitness, or if you want to contact our page, it's Dead Leg Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Because fuck Twitter. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, it's just Craig Rankle on all social media. Outlets. Thank you very much. Thanks, Craig. Thank Appreciate you, much Boy goes. Boy always oh, press that. Trip.